one person at a time. It's becoming a we consciousness instead of just a me. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. The dog is back. The dog He's is back. back. <laughs> the dog he is looks back. fired up. Yes, <laughs> excited. Rolling. He's like, this conversation is a bomb. Uh, I don't remember if I brought this up. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm just cracking up. He's just like, all behind you. I, know. I don't know what he's doing right now, but at least he's content and hopefully he's just going to sit there for a while. Oh my God, I love it. Welcome to the Finding Your Shine podcast, hosted by best friends Nina Boyce and Liz Garster. Enjoy a dose of Monday motivation each week as we interview people lighting up the communities of health and wellness, spirituality, and personal growth. Wherever you are in your journey to health, happiness, and self-love, our real and authentic conversations with guests will keep you inspired and empowered. And keep you laughing too. Thanks for listening. We're honored to join you in finding your shine. Today on the podcast, we are talking all things crystals and woo-woo and spiritual. And Liz is smiling at me on the other end of the mic right now. Are you just feeling super joyous from our conversation, Liz? Are you feeling the high vibes? I'm feeling high vibes and I'm laughing at how like... We are obviously on video. I can see when you're like really jamming to the crystals. Like there's lots of shoulder movements going on. I was. I was doing a dance. I was like, we're talking crystals and punching (laughs) and woo-woo and punching. It's like the little girl in the video where she's standing on the thing. She's like, I love my life. I love my whole house. That is what you are doing with crystals right now. Yeah. Well, that just goes to show you how much I love talking about crystals and energy work. It's a big part of what I do as a holistic health coach and I am all about it. So in this episode, we talk about why crystals are important, how they can serve you, why really we need to drop the intellect around crystals and start getting into our feeling body and um, also how to start picking crystals that are right for you. Yeah, we talk about chakras and their different crystals that go along with kind of balancing those out. We found some cool crystals for me if anyone's interested in following suit. So Liz got yeah. an assignment during this podcast episode. They we so we I feel like are, I always get assignments. Yeah, I think I feel you like do I'm too. always like getting coached or therapied or assigned. I feel like, like the podcast episodes are pretty much therapy for both of us. Well, yeah. But um, we talk about... We both have gotten Reiki done by our wonderful friend, uh, Megan Trapp, who does Reiki here in Columbus. And we talked about how different areas of your body, your chakras can become unbalanced. Well, there are crystals to help with that. And Liz got a little bit of an assignment for her unbalanced solar plexus. Yeah. There are crystals to help with everything, I think is the takeaway from this episode. You just have to be open to it and realize that what we're talking about is energy and... I don't know. I know it seems woo-woo and people are like, what? You're like holding rocks. It's becoming less woo-woo though. And Mm -hmm. she, you'll hear this analogy later, but there are so many things we do in life where we just, we allow our feelings to feel. Like we, something makes us happy. A TV show makes us happy. Our dog makes us happy. And we don't question why these things make us feel better, why these things make us happy. And that's the same thing for the spiritual world. It's the same thing for crystals, books, tarot cards, um, religion. You know, it's, it's about dropping the reason why and just going with it, trusting it. Yeah. 
So I'm really, I really enjoyed this episode with Energy Muse. They have a book that will, you know, link in the show notes, all the information to lots of great resources on their website. So we can't wait to share this with you guys. Before we head into the episode, we want to remind you that we are active on Instagram. So go ahead and follow us there at Finding Your Shine Podcast. We would love to carry on the conversation with you over on Instagram. And you can also follow our personal Instagrams at Nourished with Nina and at Liz Garster for more information on us and our businesses and all all of that fun stuff. Yeah. So let's get into this episode with Energy Memes. Before we head into this episode, we wanted to talk about one of our really cool new sponsors, which is Further Foods Collagen. I've been using Further Foods for, I don't know, at least over a year. Uh, by now. And I absolutely love it. For example, I am recording this in Austin, Texas. And I love that they have these little mini to-go paths. I throw a ton in my travel bag. And when I'm out and about, if I need a little bit of extra protein, or especially when traveling, it's you know hard on your gut, hard on your stomach lining. I throw these further food packets in my tea, in my smoothie. Um, and it just makes me feel really good and nourished throughout the day. Yeah, I'm actually enjoying my chai tea right now with some in there, the little collagen packs to go. I'm not anywhere special. I'm just at home, but yeah. But if you were somewhere special, you could take your to-go packs with you. For sure. And I will say, like, I'm not going to divulge too much, guys, but I have noticed like my digestion is more regular and consistent since I started using the collagen in my daily little tea. And I was, I'll be the first to admit, I texted Nina and I was like, I'm scared that it's going to be like a chalky powder. Cause when you put it in, it's like a powder and you're yeah. like, like, is this going to make my tea into like a milkshake? Like what's happening? But it dissolves. It's completely colorless. It's completely tasteless. You don't even know it's there at all. Yeah. It was, it's a little bit stressful when you pour it in because you're like, Oh my gosh, what is this powder that is it's goodness? That's what it collagen. Is. But, and then you put it in and like you said, it dissolves, you can't taste it. And it gives you that extra boost, um, of protein and amino acids that our body always needs. So in addition to their travel size packs, which I totally love with all the traveling I've been doing, they also have um, marine collagen and a daily turmeric tonic. And in addition to the travel size packs of collagen, which we are absolutely loving, they have marine collagen. So if you're thinking that if you're a person that doesn't usually eat beef or chicken or things like that, they have a marine-based collagen, which I tried yesterday. Um, and I was a little bit nervous because I was like, fishy, this is weird. But again, it had zero taste and it tasted exactly like the other one. So you have options. And in addition to the collagen, they also have a daily turmeric tonic. And if you haven't tried turmeric, it's a great spice. Perfect for anti-inflammatory properties. Let me try that again. It's great for reducing inflammation in the body. So you get the collagen, you get the properties of the turmeric, and you can make turmeric latte, then the smoothie. Um, so lots of cool things you can get over on furtherfoods.com. Plus, they're female-owned, which we love supporting we, the ladies. We love supporting our women business owners. So if you are interested in trying any of their products, me and Liz absolutely love them. Head on over to furtherfood.com and you can use our code FINDINGYOURSHINE for 10% off your order.
And we have one more word from our newest sponsor, which is Align Mindfulness. And this is an app that uses artificial intelligence to bring their users into the present moment, which is something that I know I personally need um, very often. So the way this works, and I've really loved it because I think we're, you know, as a society, we're on our phones way too much and it's not doing anything positive usually. It's like comparison on social media or like group texts that are blowing up your phone. This is a nice way to connect with your phone in a way that brings you back to the present. So you'll get these little daily reminders or, you know, several times throughout the day, it'll ask you, how are you feeling? Or say this mantra to yourself, or it'll take that technology that I think a lot of people have painted in a negative light and turn mm-hmm. it really special and another way to practice mindfulness. I'll notice I have my phone on me a lot. It's something that I'm really working on. Um, but with having this app, it forces me. So I'll have my phone next to me. Maybe I'll be about to scroll Instagram uh-huh. and a little message will pop up and I'll say, what does the air smell like right now? And it really, it makes me pause and I'll take in a deep breath and it, it forces me to be in the present moment. It's like, what do you see right now? Or it prompts you a, prompts a question that mm-hmm. forces you to pause and think and really center into the moment. And even the littlest message helps me to regroup and refocus. Um, I've loved having this app. It's completely free. You just download it in the app store on your iPhone and it starts working for you. It also has a feature that I think is unique to it from other apps where it keeps a record of some of those things that you've said. So you can go back and reflect on maybe a day that was particularly stressful or particularly happy. And if you want to do additional reflection on that, you have those responses saved, which is really cool. You can also set notifications that help you wake up in the morning with a mindfulness prompt. So we are huge supporters of this app, especially with us living such busy lives and being, you know, so controlled by our phones. Why not add something, adding this app onto your phone that helps you use it for good? So for all you iPhone users, it is available on the App Store and you can download that today by searching for Align Mindfulness. All right, guys, today on the podcast, we have with us Timmy and Heather of Energy Muse, and they are the founders of this business where they create beautiful jewelry and explain and want to just preach the power and knowledge of crystals everywhere. So if you guys wouldn't mind just introducing yourselves and your voices, since there are two of you, and explaining a little bit maybe about who you are and how you met. So this is Timmy, and I'm one of the Energy Muse co-founders. Heather and I have actually been friends since we were in first grade. So it's been over four decades, a long time. And like Heather always says, she has a lot of dirt on me, <laughs> but I have a lot of dirt on her too. Not really. Uh, I do. <laughs> and so anyway, we um, have you know enjoyed this life together. We had very different paths and we'd go different ways, but we always came back together one way or the other. And we came back together about 18 years ago when we started Energy Muse. And it's a crystal company where we try to really uh, create tools in the form of jewelry and or selling just raw crystals where people can use them and work with them with an intention and make a transformation or change in their life. Um, my name is Heather um, Askinosi, and I've been working with crystals for over 27 years. And, you know, my background was in um, real estate. I was selling high-end real estate. And 
back then, if you looked on me on paper, I looked amazing. I have, you know, I was making, had a great job. I was making money. I was having fun, blah, blah, blah. But something inside was a little bit not content. There was this lack of contentment and what, what more is there out there? And I, you know, I'm supposed to be happy right now. I have all the things that you're supposed to have, but why don't I feel fulfilled? And um, I've always been a curious researcher. And when I came across my first crystal, which was 27 years ago, Amethyst was the first one that caught my eye. And when I very first saw Amethyst, I really liked it because it was pretty and it was sparkly and it was purple. And those are all my three favorite things. (laughs) And it had me at that. I was in. I'm like, I love this. And so um, that for me is how my crystal journey started. I didn't know anything about crystals, um, but I knew that I liked what they looked like. I liked what it felt like. And that's kind of how it all really started for me, at least. Um, so somebody that didn't know anything was attracted to it. And that's how... Took you on your journey. Yeah, took me on a journey. Absolutely. I feel so dumb because I didn't even know Amethyst was a crystal. I thought it was like <laughs> a gemstone because I have the Amethyst jewelry. <laughs> well, yeah, my crystal I mean, level. <laughs> and you, Liz, you were tapped in and you didn't even know there it. There you go. <laughs> Let me tell you, um, I met with a dog communicator. At, there was a pet festival by my apartment. There was a dog. Well, the the communicator. I was telling her like when I pull out my Palo Santo or I'm meditating, I have my crystals out. Sometimes he he used to kind of hide, and she said it's because the energy that's getting stirred up in the room, or the he'll see the negative energy that's getting cleared out of the room, and it scares him. And I thought that was really interesting. And I don't know. I mean, yesterday I had a tarot reading here at my apartment. I had like 12 people over. And he like sometimes he'll... You can tell he's like see things. It's kind of creepy because I don't see what he's seen. But he's he's a very particular heightened dog. (laughs) Well, he found you. See, of course. You're consciously... Putting out all this good energy. So you guys are a good combo. The pet communicator said that we are the same. Like we're very intuitive and that Cody, my husband, is our grounding force. So when he's gone, we're like whack jobs. (laughs) (laughs) And she was like, yeah, he's telling me that when he's when he's gone and he's on his trips that he he feels like very unsettled because apparently I have too much Bata energy or something like that. Well, that was, you know, you brought up um, cleansing. I, that is one thing that Heather and I really feel that when you're working with crystals or even trying to c- keep a clean environment, it's really important because you know, so much of the time people think energy, you, you feel it, but you don't necessarily see it like yeah. your dog, but he mm-hmm. feels it. And so it's really important to continually clean your space. So using sage is super important. And then in our book on page 32, there's this prayer that Heather was given by a Native American that for the first time ever allowed it to be published. And we've really found that when cleansing your your space with sage and this prayer, it's a great formula to cleanse the energy. Mm. Sage becomes a lot sometimes for me. Like it just keeps burning and burning and burning and I'll open the windows and... It becomes a lot, and I don't know what it is, but Paulo, is Palo Santo as effective as sage or not as effective as sage? Well, we often say sage first and mm. use the smoke 
medicine from the sage. And then that's clearing. And then you use the Palo Santo to bring in blessings. Oh. So you clear the energy and then you bring in the fresh, positive blessings. So I need to keep saging first. <laughs> well, make sure you always keep your doors and windows open because you want to release the yeah. energy negativity. So you have to do that. I guess yeah, I wouldn't really have anywhere to go if you don't open a window or something. Is that how that works, kind of? Yep. You got it. Interesting. Have you ever saged, Liz? Do you already know the answer to this question? No, I haven't. I feel like you may have before. No, I don't know where to go to buy these things. Whole Foods. That's where I got mine. Okay. I was like, I don't know where (laughs) one acquires. Like I know sage like at the grocery store that I put in food. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's a little I'm bit sure different. It's not the same. <laughs> no, but you know, these are great questions because people are like, where do I start? You, you hit it on the head, you know, go to a Whole Foods or any kind of a, a co-op or that kind of grocery store and find sage. And that's where you should start mm-hmm. cleansing your environment. Mm-hmm. You bring in your crystals. You want to keep the environment clean. You can also sage your crystals. Um, You know how sometimes you're around people and sometimes you might feel heavy after you've been around a person? Totally. Okay. Well, crystals pick up energy also when you wear them on your body or you have them around you. So you want to make sure that you cleanse them as well. That's super important. Is it true that selenite is the only one that doesn't have to be cleansed? Well, we've always heard that citrine was one of the only ones. Well, you know what? This is, I mean, in theory... Oh, you're holding out. selenite right now, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> this is our norm. Oh my gosh, it's a huge selenite wand. <laughs> you know what? Technically, well, that's what we hear. What I've always heard is, oh, you don't have to cleanse this one and that one. But I have to tell you, I work with selenite a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like to put it outside because I do feel every now and then I feel no matter what I feel, it's always good to get outside and get some sun yeah. and get, some, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I feel like, I do feel like it feels a bit different after it's been cleansed, mm-hmm. even though it supposedly doesn't need that. Yeah. Um, you know, it's so just what I you just have to feel it and see if it feels heavy or it feels as if it needs a a reboot. So I feel like, okay, let's take a step back because we're talking about clearing and all of this stuff. And people are probably like, what, what do you even mean? Like, why do you need to clear your energy? And I've noticed, like I've gotten into crystals where I have a few. And if somebody will say, oh, these are really pretty, but why do you have them? Or like, what? Like I was wearing um, rose quartz in my bra and my husband kept making fun of me. He's like, you have a rock in your boob. He's like, why do you have that there? And I was like, you know what? I don't know how to explain it to you. I really don't know how to explain why it's there, but it makes me feel better. And I, I, I don't know. Can you just explain maybe the science behind crystals? Like, why is it actually a thing? Why isn't it just a myth? Well, I think that um, if you look at science um, and you get into the molecular structure of a crystal, which usually there are consistent structures. They're either two or three. They have sequences and patterns that are inside of a lattice. And what happens is is, um, each crystal is made of certain mineral components, copper, magnesium, zinc. I mean, there's different things that they're made of. Um, And so quartz crystal, which is mainly composed of silicon dioxide and our human body has silicon dioxide. And so when you, excuse me, when you put the two together, 
there's an energy surge. There's a reaction that's going to happen. Whether you believe in crystal and the crystal energy or not, you are going to get some kind of change. And what's interesting is, is that up until now, science has always looked at these minerals as having, you know, um, a certain atomic and molecular structure. Well, as of recent with meteorites coming in to the planet, and having more interest in that, they're finding that they're having, science is just, you know, over in the last, you know, as of 2012, when there was a Nobel Peace Prize because of it, they've been finding these quasi-crystals, which are defining, um, redefining what science has ever thought about a crystal because they have a molecular structure that's stable, but does not repeat itself. And they cannot find it anywhere else in nature. So a lot of people are wondering, where did this crystal come from? Where where did this molecular sequence come from? Because it's not here on the planet Earth. And so Hmm. what I think is interesting, and I put this out, is, is that science hasn't been looking at crystals, I think, from a obviously a spiritual evolutionary standpoint, at least in the last, you know, 2000 years, who knows before then. But um, the more that different things show up, um, and science is looking at these different minerals or specifically the things coming from outer space, these different substances, they're finding that there's minerals in them that they can't even explain. Wow. So going back to long story short is, is that I think you answered the question at the beginning is, is that you don't know why, but you just feel it. Yeah. And what's happening now and, you know, in the 1900s, not too long ago, you know, we always wanted to know why. Give me the science behind it. And as, as being someone who's been in this for 27 years, that was the first part of the story. Explain it to me. Give me the science. Prove to me that it works. And now what's happening as we move into a higher consciousness and move into our heart, people are moving into a feeling state, which yeah. actually for many is scarier than the mental state. Because a lot of people don't even know how they feel. Yeah. So, so for you to even be able to say, hey, I don't know why, I can't explain it. It's beyond the intellectual words that I could put behind it and a, a thesis on scientific data of why a crystal should actually make me feel good. Mm-hmm. What's happening now is, is that people are starting to feel them and they don't know why. And when they hold them, they feel grounded. Or when they have them on their dog, their dog all of a sudden relaxes and go to bed. I mean, this is what the conversation, you know, obviously hopefully will go to is we need to tap into that part, Mm -hmm. the feeling part. I've noticed just through my health coaching and working with clients, like the bulk of the work that I do is about getting out of their mind and getting into their feeling body. It's like everything. It's like, okay, well, like let's stop thinking or trying to analyze and let's just focus on how you feel. And that's the same thing like when it comes to even like even in tarot readings, like I just do it for fun. It's like everybody start, they're all in a space and they start to like listen to their intuition or they start to like, they'll feel a pain in their body when they read a card. And I'm, I see that we're all shifting to that space. And I think that's the same thing with crystals. Like people are like, Oh, okay. Well, maybe I don't need to explain why, you know, or, and also I'm, I think people are afraid that they're going to get judged sometimes. Like if they can't explain why. So. And, and, and I think that that's the conversation is like, how are we using our knowledge today? Are we using it to judge? Yeah. Using our knowledge to understand. Mm -hmm. 
And, and, and that's where the shift could come in. But you're right. I mean, we could never, I mean, Timmy and I have been in this business for 18 years, three years, I'll say two years ago, we could never have this conversation that we're having right now because we were labeled as witches or mm-hmm. whatever, you know, terminology people want to put on us because they couldn't understand it. And it goes into these old paradigms and pocketing, oh, you have to be this way if you're into this. No, this is the energy of the earth. Yeah. It is a tool that at the end of the day, regardless of your sex, um, what you, what school you went to, what political status you have, all the blah, 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 blah. All of our feet are on this, this common planet earth. And the energy of the earth can be utilized and work with as a tool to help us evolve, grow, shift, and transform. It's another tool such as eating good food, mm-hmm. meditation, all the amazing yoga, all the other avenues that we have nowadays. Mm-hmm. I'm curious when, like what culture first started utilizing crystals in this way that we're kind of using them today? Where did that all originate from? Um, Well, I think that here on the planet Earth or what? Yeah, yeah, like- We'll start there. Okay, so um, I you know, know if you, who not on planet Earth. I need, to know, <laughs> yeah. I need to know both of these answers. But if you look back in history, um, you know, Timmy and I just we were um, in Greece and Italy this summer, and we had the opportunity to go to some really cool places because, you know, there's always the lore of Atlantis. I don't know if you guys have heard of the Lost City of mm-hmm. Atlantis. There's a kid movie but, about it, right? <laughs> Where they like journey oh Gotta watch that. Yeah. Um, but if you you look back, and I will go back to this one place, but if you look back in history, in every ancient civilization, there is a mention of crystals, mm-hmm. whether it's the Egyptians, you know, the pharaohs and everybody was, they were, you know, buried with turquoise and, and um, coral and malachite. And if you go into, you know, into China, there's the jade. And if you go yeah. into the Babylon, and if you go into... There's the Mayans and the Flint. I mean, and now you come to current day. What I love about crystals is they continue to modernize themselves. So look at the our computer screen, LCD, liquid crystal display. Look at the new um, screens that are coming out with on phones. They're, they're these sapphire, crushed sapphire um, screens, LED screens, lasers made with crystals. So... What's happened? And if you look, how are we all communicating? Because of a crystalline computer chip that is programmable. So if we could put a programmable computer chip in a computer that's putting communication through our whole planet, how come we can't hold one in our hand? How come we can't hold a computer chip in our hand and program ourselves? Mm -hmm. Who says we can't? Yeah, that makes so much sense. Who says we can't? It reminds me of just how you were talking about just like the energy that they like, it's part of the earth, how the moon people, when it comes to astrology, they're like, oh, how do the planets control us? Well, the moon controls the ocean. So if the moon controls the ocean, how can we say that the moon and the planets are controlling us? Or like if crystals are making this big an impact in technology or all of these things, and as we evolve, how can you say that it's not making an impact on us? Well, and this is something that just has popped in my head for the last few days is that if you look at the ancient pyramids, if you look at the, we went to Stonehenge. There is no way in our human time, in our time now, that Stonehenge could be created. There's no way. Even with the technology, with all the people, there's no way that those tons. Mm -hmm. But if you look about our planet, 
all the monuments that tell us our history are within the stones. Mm. We, if you go to the Egypt and they just found another, you know, another huge chamber that's the size of the Empire State Building. Wow. If you go and they're and they're looking through all this information, they're going to the rocks, to the stone, yeah, entire to find out what's going on. Mm-hmm. So how can we deny that these things, these energies, these rocks, these stones don't have anything in them? They're holding our history. Yeah. They're wisdom keepers. They're wisdom keepers. They're holding what's happened in our environment over millions of years. They've been here a lot longer than we have. I kind of think it's a bit arrogant for us to think that there's nothing to it as if we're the only civilization in the whole hemisphere of the planet, in the cosmos. I mean, come on. Yeah. Oh, I completely agree. What are some basic ones? That- You're the best, by the way. I like you. You're <laughs> fine. I like you. Wait. <laughs> I, I like both of you. Oh. Yeah, but this, but- I mean, that's kind of my philosophy on all of this stuff is like, I'm not very... I don't... I operate from a, an, an area of doubt where I'm like, well, I don't know myself. So I it could be true. I mean... I feel like everyone jumps to, it could not be true, but I'm always like, it could be. Like, there's no, I don't know, it's not. So why isn't it true? That's my question. Yeah. Why? yeah. Who told us? What I, story told us? Who who told us in our past? I mean, you know, our ancestor, who told us? At what point did were we told that this isn't true? I feel like in Western civilization, like going back to what you said about witches and stuff, I feel like there's like something when they... When Western With civilization, religion? yeah, we're like demonizing people, like women cultures that use these things. That's how it kind of, I would guess. What use plants? I mean, if you look at it, because which obviously means wise woman, mm-hmm. but if you look, why are we not? Why are we not going to our towards our earth medicine? Why mm-hmm. is brewing chamomile tea on our stove to soothe our stomach? To drink to make us calm. I know I do. Do you drink mm-hmm. that? Yeah. I Why did that? How did that turn into something that was dirty or perceived? Which is rude. Or how <laughs> did that? How did that get to that point? Who who told us that? And when would we start believing it? I, That's my question. It's interesting to me what people pick and choose is like witchy and not witchy. Uh, right. Like if you tell somebody like, oh, oh, you feeling a little bit stressful? Why don't you have some chamomile tea? They're like, oh, chamomile tea's in Kroger. So that's totally fine. <laughs> if it's in Kroger, but, it's totally normal. But yeah. if <laughs> you go to Whole Foods, yeah, it's exactly. weird. <laughs> you know what we really try to do because crystals have been labeled as woo-woo for so long. Yeah. So we are really trying to be the bridge between the woo-woo and what's now, now. Mm -hmm. So crystals are now acceptable, which we've been trying to tell people that for 18 years (laughs) and longer. And so we are just trying to make them seem more... But what if they have advanced technology in them? What if they're not woo-woo? What if they're not all Mm -hmm. these things? What What if it is more than that? What if... What if we've been told a story to make something that's really magnificent not? Yeah. You know, what, what if all these things weren't true? And if it's so simple, like I love what's hidden right in front of you. I feel like some of our answers are hidden right in front mm-hmm. of us. Mm-hmm. And why wouldn't, I mean, whether you believe in it or not, when, why is it when we're little kids, when nobody's told us anything, we'll go to the beach and pick up stones on, on an ocean. Yeah, that's that. And have a treasure and bring it home. And we feel the magical innocence of life. 
When did that turn into picking up a rock and having it be something else that wasn't magic? Yeah, when like parents or influences or people, I mean, we just were so consumed. It's like we're so consumed with everybody's opinions and then we start to judge ourselves and then we start to like turn off our intuitive nature, I think is what Mm -hmm. starts to happen because we're afraid of it and we're afraid of being judged. And then that's what happens. Like as we get older, until you get to a point where you're like, you know what? I don't care anymore. Like this feels good or this... You start to like get back... Hopefully, you'll start to get back in touch with that when you're ready and you realize that you've had it all along, but you just have to put down your blocks, I think. Right. Mm -hmm. But we're at a cross point energetically on just, you know, it's interesting. And I have to say, I feel like, you know, I love all these podcasts because I think it's bringing such awareness and it's opening conversations. And I just feel like we're personally such a, and I don't normally say these things, but as of recent, I feel like it's important not to censor some of this stuff. Mm -hmm. You're at a crossroads environmentally, and you cannot look at what's going on in the planet right now with volcanoes, with um, flooding, with, I mean, major, look at Hawaii. I mean, what is going on? Mother Earth is saying, look, people, uh, come on. There are two things happening. We are at a crossroads emotionally, energetically. It's a wake-up call. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if we still have the time to keep, analyzing what's true and what's not true. We need to really do the work right now on, on ourselves as a collective. Yeah. You know, I wonder like when, just thinking of global warming, for instance, like, can we just operate under the assumption it's true? Like what would be so bad if we just assumed it was true and like took the necessary actions to be kinder to our planet? Like, would that be so bad or like, I've never understood. I had a family member recently that like, was talking about something environmental and they were like, what? It doesn't matter to me. I'm not going to be here. And I'm like, but your kids are and they're kids. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Well, and it's, really not, it's not just about you. Like that's the problem. We're all living and a lot of people are living like in their ego and like it's just me against the world. But that's why the world is the way that it is. Like we are all connected. We are all doing this together. And when we start to work as a unit, then things hopefully will start, you know, getting better. But I think right. like you said, podcasts, people that are starting to do this work. I mean, it's I see it growing just in my own little community that people are opening up to this. And my hope is that slowly, it's just going to keep expanding. Like I feel like I've changed my parents' views on things. I feel like even our friends, Liz, you know, like think about when we started this podcast, like we're in a completely different headspace now than we were then. Mm-hmm. Like I bet you see even some of our friends that are, are started in one place and are in another place now just through listening to oh, the yeah. podcast or like diving into all of these ideas. I hope that it's going to change. I, th- I think it is. I mean, I think what you just said about how, I mean, for you to be able to open your parents' mind, I, that's amazing, you know, because that that's a big deal. Yeah. Right there, yeah. that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. And, um, and where you said that where you are now from where you were before, that's a big deal. You're evolving, you're growing, it's shaking it up. It's one person at a time. It's becoming a we consciousness instead of just a me. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. The dog is back. The dog He's is back. back. <laughs> dog he is looks back. fired up. Yes, <laughs> excited. Rolling. He's like, this conversation is a bomb. Uh, I don't remember if I brought this up. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm just cracking up. He's just like, all behind you. I, know. Oh, I don't know what he's doing right now, but at least he's content and hopefully he's just going to sit there for a while. Oh my God, I love it.
All right, guys, we're going to take a little pause section to talk about a brand that we have been loving lately, and that is Teeny. So I actually just yesterday woke up with these three monster zits on my face. <laughs> <laughs> like they just appeared out of nowhere. And I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? But I have this really great Teeny matcha mask. It's a green tea mask. And I mean, it's great for all over. I use it pretty consistently to just keep my face feeling clean and refreshed and detoxed. Um, but I have also been using it as like a spot treatment for these little monsters that like to pop up. So how has the spot treatment been working? Because by the way, were you on your period? Because that was also me like last 100%. week. I was. Because me and Liz are totally (laughs) synced, like 100% synced. On the new moon, I shall say, we both were on our periods on the new moon, (laughs) which means you're ready for babies. Like the full moon apparently is that you're not ready for babies and the new moon means you are. Okay, this isn't what we're talking about right now. But but. (laughs) but I I should try to put some TME on my monsters. I've just done the full face thing. I haven't tried to spot treat it yet. So sounds like a good tip. It's great. And I love that it's like, you can actually feel it working because there's yes. really great tingling sensation, not like a painful tingling, just like a fresh- Like a little massage, like yeah. a little tingle massage for your face. Like I'm in a spa, but I'm in my home. Um, yeah. And it smells also, really good. Yes. It's also all natural. It has three main ingredients, lemongrass, matcha, and bentonite clay. And it's really good. Oh, no, there's so many- really bad skincare products for you in terms of toxicity. We actually had a podcast episode all about skincare and different products, you know, what's in those products. So I love knowing that this is a quality product that isn't full of icky stuff, just good stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I care so much about what I put in my body that it's becoming more and more important to me that I need to care about what I'm putting on my body. So I really trust TME their ingredients. And I just love the mask. I think it's, and I also look like Alphaba when I put it on. So yeah, it's really win-win. Cool. If you want to do some like Halloween's coming up, you could go as a witch and get a facial at the same time. <laughs> look at that. If you guys are interested in trying any of the Timmy products, you can use our code, which is shine15 for 15% off your order. So just head on over to their website at timmyblends.com and use our code shine15 for 15% off. if I brought this up on another podcast, but have you guys ever read um, Rebecca Campbell's books before? So Light is the, the New Black. and She's amazing. We love and adore. She's with Hay House, the same, yes. our same publisher. Oh, nice. Oh my we were in London. Wait, no, not London. We were in New York. New York with her. And we literally, it was all the Hay House um, cool group of authors. And as the night trickled down, it was myself, Timmy, and her. Oh my gosh, I'm and so jealous. Like down. And she is... Everything magnificent yes. you can imagine. You can imagine. Yeah. And how about her new card deck? I was just going gonna... to... Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yes. guys. That's her. Yes. That's her. Yes. She's I, magnificent. I love this deck so much. I was reading with it last night. And then I also... Like, I have her two books right up here too. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I don't know Amazing. where the other one is. Oh, yeah. Rise, Sister Rise. But that one, are... I've seen your copy of Rise, Sister Rise. It's like shredded oh. up. Side. Yeah, I have like it's very warm. Like I write in it. It's like my Bible. But that book, I think, I think it was Rise Sister Rise that really like started to change my perception on things because you know when you were talking about like why did this happen and why why did we start just ignoring our intuitive nature and blah 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 blah. I in the book she explains how we all like how the woman was 
women were really um like repressed. Yeah. But before that, they were just like, yes. But before that, they were very like people went to the woman, like they were wise and they oh, had all the information. Goddess. Yeah, uh, like yes. goddesses. Feminine. They were revered. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then yeah. and then all of this was happening but then of course religion got into the mix and then we turned into like this patriarchal patriarchal society but this book like the way it explains it is what gives me the answers like that's what happened so now let's go back and reverse all of that because we're all so much smarter now like we all have the power to to go back to the way things were i don't know how we've seen what we're doing doesn't work or isn't working yeah right right well you know what's i think it's good is is that as women own their own inner power and men d- embrace their divine energy and we all tap into the best of ourselves, that's that's all we could do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's all we could that's the place we have to start. Mm-hmm. How do you know what crystal is right for you? Because great question. Yeah. Yesterday, somebody that was at my tarot reading said, You need a tiger's eye? Was that it? And I was like, okay, I I don't know anything about crystals though, and I was like, okay, I guess I can. So why do you need? Why do you need tiger? I don't eye? know. I don't know. She just said it. She's like, you need oh, tiger's okay. eye, and I was like, okay, oh, I don't okay, even know sure. what it means. I don't even know what it represents. <laughs> <laughs> I well, you know, a lot of people walk into our offices or even visit our website, and they're like. I'm looking for specific energy. So it's the other way around. Mm-hmm. And what do I need? Yeah. And we don't know what do you need? <laughs> because intuitively, if you see crystals and you are physically touching them, like Heather, she was attracted to the purple sparkle. Well, that means something. You intuitively know what you should be working with mm-hmm. and you cannot choose the wrong thing. There's no wrong answer. That's good to know. Yeah. So it's like a good practice just to like, walk in somewhere that has crystals and like feel them and like see kind of what you pick yeah. up on with them just like people like don't you walk into a room and you're like hey i'm at a party i'm connecting with her i'm going to go talk to her mm-hmm. it's yeah. the same thing with crystals their energy they they want you to pick them up and but touch them i think one of the big messages of crystals is for you to trust yourself mm-hmm. and i think the very first step with crystals if you're new to it is to go to a crystal store or if you want to go online and pick one and trust that whatever you pick is right. Because that's your first step. Sometimes we get stuck because we don't even know where to start. And all we had to do was just start and 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 live with what that is. But you are going to pick the right thing because that's what you need right now. Or that's yeah. what you thought pretty right now. For me, I didn't know anything. I just liked purple. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was pretty. And you know what? It made me happy. And that's good. That's a good day. So I, if you go in it really simply, I think the energy of nature, if anything, is telling us, keep it simple. It, it's not some complex, you know what I mean? It's very simple and easy and it shouldn't be hard. So it's really not should. like you have like a a cocktail of like, oh, today I need to like start with the rose quartz and then work to the mm-hmm. citrine. And then like, it doesn't work quite like that. When you like, her like, yeah. like, this is my like topaz hour or I don't know. Well, you know, I think it all depends on you. So for example, with rose quartz, let's take one stone. At one point in your life, you might be like, you know what? I want it to attract some love. 
And yet that same stone might work with you where I need to heal my broken heart. Mm -hmm. And that same stone might be, I need to forgive. And then that same stone might be, I'm ready to love myself. Do you see how one stone, it's, it's not the stone. It's the person and the layers that we go through on our healing mm-hmm. and what we're ready to discover about ourselves. The stone stays the same. It's the human that changes. Hmm. It's with all of this work, I guess. Like when it comes to spirituality or any of the tools, I like how you said that crystals is just another tool, like everything else is, like yoga meditation. Yeah. Think about a yoga room. You're sitting in yoga. Maybe you're doing like a meditation in the beginning and the, the instructor is going to say the same line, but everybody in the room is going to have a different connection to that line and get a different feeling from that line and heal differently from that line. That's the same... As, it reminds me of crystals or like religion or whatever it is. Yeah, that's exactly it. Because what might work for Heather right now might work totally different for me. Yeah, it's it, it's not the same. We're all unique, and that's what makes this planet so amazing. Because we all are so diverse. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's the essence of of all of us. But on any given day, we go through different things. We got to just give ourselves a break. There's not. You got to learn your formula, whatever that is. Because it changes, but be consistent with whatever. Say, for example, you want to work on love, whether it's forgiveness or self-love or loving yourself, pick a time period and just be consistent with it. And then you'll get wherever you want to go. It doesn't have to be hard. You could hold a rose crystal over your heart for three minutes for seven days and just look in the mirror and say, you know what? I love you. And just kind of like sit there with your crystal looking at yourself in the mirror. Like, I don't know about you, but for women to just look at themselves in the mm-hmm. mirror and actually accept themselves, that might sound, oh God, how simple. No, it's, I mean, it brings up all of our our shame, all of the things that we need to release, but it brings it to the surface to do so. Once again, is it the crystal? No, it's you, but it's the, con- it's the consistency of a time period over a period of time that helps us heal. Mm-hmm. You can't do it in one day. You can't do it in three days, but you might be able to do it in seven. You could chip away. Mm -hmm. But what's so cool about what Heather just said with that ritual, when you're not in that space of feeling that you love yourself, if that crystal is sitting next to your bedside and you're looking at it, it's holding that energy for you when you might not be there. So it's a reminder. That's so powerful. That's such a powerful way to think about it. It's like, this is this is what I'm working towards or like this is representing something that I need and how much more powerful is it to have that tool with you and to do the meditation. Yeah, and you can hold on to it. Yep. Yeah, I'm telling you, I don't know. Like I said, I still am not sure I can explain it. But when I have my crystals by my bedside over there, especially like when my husband isn't home, I just feel like a sense of calm. And I, I know what that's representing for me. And it just gives me a sense of ease. And I like it. That's but great. I think you have explained it. I yeah. really do. Maybe as we move forward, the more of life will be... It's the, ma- the magic of life, the cool stuff is the stuff you can't even explain. Yeah. It just... Feel it. Yeah. You know how when you're like with your dog right now, can you explain the molecular structure of what's happening with your heart when you see him and you're just hearts bursting open with love? Yes. You feel love. It's not like, okay, let's go back and let's go to the mechanism of how the moment when I have to. No, you feel it. It feels good. You want more of it. Yeah. We, We want, we want that feeling and we need tools to help us get there. 
Okay. I feel like I'm going to use that as an example to explain things to people because if you (laughs) tell someone legitimately, like when you look at an animal, hopefully most people are animal lovers, and you feel a sense of love and joy and like calm, do you need to explain why that is? Or do you just know that having a dog around you makes you happy? And they'd probably say... Having a dog around me makes me happy. Okay, so... Yeah, so having a crystal can happy make you happy or yeah, having anything exactly. else like a candle or an right. essential oil or like any pick anything, it can make you happy. And yeah, it's really not announce. anyone else's business, I think, <laughs> also. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I read a book. What's her name? Oh, Daniel Laporte. And in the book, she describes that she had too many crystals and it was like overwhelming energy. Is that a thing? Because I do... I tend to worry sometimes and I'm like, okay, I don't want to wear too many crystals. Or I don't want to put too many in my home because I don't want to overwhelm the energy in my space. Is that something that people should be cautious of? I've personally lived what she just said. So I'm so happy she said that. Mm-hmm. That's great. I definitely think sometimes um, too much of a good thing could be too much of a too much. Yeah. Um, and you know, obviously being in the crystal industry for so long, I've had access to tons of crystals and they're pretty and they're shiny. And I'm like, oh my God, I want one. But what happens is I definitely think having too much of different energies, it's almost like when you go to your cabinet and you bought vitamins and you're like, oh, I need that vitamin. And then you've collected all the vitamins and then you open your vitamin cabinet and you're like, I don't even know what to take anymore. And then you shut your cabinet. That's how it could kind of get with crystals. Mm. When you have so much, it's like, ah, I don't even know what to work with anymore. It becomes overwhelming. Yeah. And, um, And sometimes, you know, we have to watch being overwhelmed, especially in the society that we live in, because it's so easy to get distracted because there's so much coming at us. So um, sometimes, especially with crystals, it might be good when you're... It is good when you're just beginning. Simplify. Start with one. Work with it for 30 days. See how it feels. If you like it, add another one in. But... Um, I definitely think too many crystals in the bedroom definitely does affect sleep because I feel like they start talking to each other at night. And I know that sounds crazy to people that have probably never worked with crystals, but if you have worked with crystals and you have a lot, you um, probably have experienced that when you cannot get to sleep because you have too many crystals in your room because they keep you up. Will selenite selenite keep you up or make you dream weird or anything? Selenite's like my sleepy time stone. Yeah. I love it. I like to, I mean, I put this on if I can't get to sleep. I'm like, it's like a laser that just really, I mean, sometimes I feel like I have weird dreams when I sleep by my crystals. And I don't know if that's a thing or not. Well, you know why? The thing is, is, um, I don't know, you know, I'll I'll say it, but because your body's time traveling. Like the other night, I had to actually go to bed last night and tell my body, to stay in my body because I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes when we go into the dream state or we time travel at nighttime, have you ever woke up and you're like, you slept, but you feel exhausted or like all night. It was like such an active sleep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just feel as if you didn't sleep. Mm-hmm. So um, sometimes that happens if you have too many crystals around where it'll activate your sleep where you're going to all these different places. Your d- dreams are odd. You feel exhausted when you wake up in the morning. So mm-hmm. sometimes... Try it. Try only having a cup like a selenite crystal in your room, and before you go to bed, tell your ask that you stay in your body and that you have a nice, a really sound sleep. Yeah, and you'll see 
was shifted a lot. I should do that because I can, I feel that there are times when I'm not in my body when I'm sleeping and I know that. Yeah. And so that's a really good thing for me to do and sort of a bedtime ritual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's, we've talked about like holding them and having them next to us, like wearing them. Yeah, wearing them. Like, what are some other ways that you <laughs> absorb this energy? Or are those the main ones? Well, you know, like in our book, we talk about doing grids where you can actually lay crystals on your body mm-hmm. and or in a particular space for an intention. Um, whether, you know, that can be a little bit overwhelming to some because you would need quite a lot of crystals. But some people like we'll use um, elite shungite and we'll stick that in water and that can be like mm-hmm. an elixir. That's a detoxifying elixir. So certain crystals, not all, are good for that. Mm. How many uses for crystals? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's pretty endless. That leads me to think, because I read an article, it was that you wrote on um, balancing your uh, solar plexus, that chakra. Like oh, how that's because that's what you balance need balance. That's because what that, yeah, I did Reiki for the first time and that was all my other chakras were like good to go except that solar plexus. Oh, wow. Um, we thought it would yeah. be the opposite too. I did. I was like, everything's going to be all plugged up. <laughs> She's like, oh, <laughs> just, just this one. She's like, you're so, you She's like, you're so free, but your solar plexus needs work. So wow. how do crystals help... Can you explain like the, the the different chakras, maybe like an overview and how crystals can help if you're, if either if someone's told you that you're out of balance, like you've gone to Reiki or maybe you just intuitively know one's out of balance? Well, chakras are wheels of energy that go up our, our the front of our body or our spine. So there's, you know, a lot of people, we mostly address the seven chakras, mm-hmm. but there are many other chakras that go above and beyond. A lot of people believe and say that there's chakras in your hands, feet, etc. But let's just talk about the seven chakras. And it's kind of cool because of the colors of the rainbow. And um, in ancient, a long time ago, that's why when we're always known as the rainbow people. Mm-hmm. That's here on earth, the Native Americans. There was this interesting story. But so each chakra, your first chakra is red and that's all about foundation and security. So sometimes when people have their first chakra out, it means that they're worried about money or what am I going to get a job? How am I going to pay my rent? Is that the grounding? Is that, yes. yeah, that's the one that um, Megan says I'm always like working on is grounding, grounding, grounding. I'm like, well, that sucks, but okay. Well, I, and I always have to work on that too. Mm-hmm. Cause for me, okay. I like to be, I, I like being in the upper ones in that kind of, you know, expansive, woo, that energy. It's exactly, exactly my problem. Like she's always like, bring it down. It's like too much. Right. So what's good for that, for that first chakra would be putting two pieces of hematite um, right in your hand. Um, we'll try it. See if that works for you. You know, it, it, you might have a different formula, yeah. but, um, but putting a piece of hematite in each hand, putting your feet on the earth and just standing there for a few minutes and seeing roots come out of your feet and holding that hematite and taking some breaths. You could do this in one minute, like 
one minute can shift and they don't have to be huge, huge crystals, but that's a simple first chakra mm-hmm. shift and energize. So we'll get to this. And then the second one is right above that. It's kind of around your belly button. And that's the second chakra. And that's orange. Is that the and one that's you all, said, Liz? Is that yours? No, mine's third. Oh, okay. She's She's yeah. Yeah. So, so the second one's orange. It's about passion and creativity. And what am I supposed to do? What's my, you know, what's going on? So the third chakra, and that's orange, so carnelians are really good to balance that one out. But the third chakra, and I, I have to say, the first and the third are always mine. Mm. Those are the, whenever I get energy You're the work, perfect the pair for the podcast. Yeah. Well, well sometimes I have more. So I'm very <laughs> impressed that you only had one. I've gone where I've been, they've been all out of whack. You yeah. know, I've I mean? had a good day or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the third chakra is about your will, your willpower your purpose, your commitment, those kind of things. And so um, that's yellow. And so it's what you want to infuse more yellow energy. So what, what, what some people might do is put a citrine or a yellow calcite or a pyrite has that frequency and they might lay it over their third chakra. Or I like to on more of a, sometimes if you want to intellectualize it more, be like, hey, okay, what do I need to, what is it something that I want to commit to in my life that I haven't really got around to committing? So you kind of start giving yourself these questions. I don't, is, does that kind of hold true with like a commitment or something you want to Yeah, do that's that why I did this with my head. I know, I watched it. <laughs> I watched it happen on the okay. video. <laughs> you didn't make a face, so I didn't know if you noticed it. No, I didn't want to like call you out and be like, I see you, Nina. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, well, so, okay, without being with details. Right. Um, so- what what is a simple? I want to give you some simple three minute techniques to, so you can get where you want to oh, go yeah. and see if it works. Because then you could share it with everyone and be like, "Hey, God, this actually did work," mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Get a piece of pyrite, citrine, yellow, whatever. Hold it in your hand and kind of think, "What what, what is it I want to commit to? Or what is it that I've been, what what's holding me back? Why am I holding myself back?" We all know what what we do. Okay, it's just when we want to be honest enough with ourselves, and then you shift. What is something I can commit to today? And that could be as simple as anything. I'm going to get up in the morning and drink lemon juice for the next seven days. Whatever that is. Does that make sense? It doesn't have to be some, I'm going to start a new business. You know, it could be these little things that we chip at it. But is there one thing, and you don't need to share it, but is there one thing that you can commit to right now that you know that you can, you just haven't got around doing it? Is there something? Yes, there is. Okay. Though I've so been better I, about committing to that thing lately. Maybe you uh, have maybe the block okay. since the Reiki. Maybe that helped. Actually, okay. that is Yay. when I started. Liz, <laughs> Good. Like legit. Like after you got Reiki, you things have been just <laughs> that's really weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, this is it. Okay. You know what? And I am, I have to say, I'm feeling pyrite. I don't know if you do. You, have you seen pyrite? It looks like gold. It's almost like a nugget of gold. It's like it fool's gold. gold? No. It is. Stop it. Okay. I used to, you're going to laugh at me. I used to be obsessed with, so my parents are divorced and they live like across the country. So we did a lot of like cross country road trips. And I used to be obsessed with going to pilot behind Jay because they had like a, like a, it had stones and crystals like in a, it was like a buffet of stones and crystals that you could like yes, get yes, back. Yes. And yeah. I was obsessed 
with full school. Like I was. Okay, oh, I didn't want to say that. That's I so literally because I didn't want to be like you need tiger's eye. Mm-hmm. But what I was, what I kept getting for you and feeling for you is that pyrite. Well, maybe I was just feeling is such a magnificent energy, and maybe because of your past relationship with it. But even so funny. <laughs> This is crazy. Come on, Liz. Come on now. That's I'm feeling crazy. it right now. We haven't had this conversation. So can anyone explain this? Yeah. You know what I'm right. like? Like big data, could someone bring me right now to explain yeah. this? Yeah. Anyway, That's so the thing cool. is, is that- now I want to know. <laughs> I was like, what's my crystal? Let me know. <laughs> but, but Liz, I want you to like commit to that one thing. Write it down on a piece of paper. I want you to hold a pyrite. Hold it over your third chakra, which is between your belly button and your navel. It's right there in the middle. And then just hold it there and commit to it and do this for seven days and see what happens and and share your truth, whether it worked or didn't work Mm -hmm. or what you learned. Because sometimes maybe you're like, hey, I don't know, but what you learned about you in that seven-day process with this stone. I think it'd be very, very interesting. But I have a really... I'm doing it. I'm feeling a blog post coming on, Liz. Yeah. 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 like... We would like to have follow-up, please. Yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, I'm so excited for you. We will definitely follow up. I love that you have an assignment from our podcast. Also, I yeah. now I forgot that... I wonder if you can still go to Flying J and get... Probably. Who what Flying J is? Yeah. What's Flying J? It's a gas station. It's like a gas station. Yeah. It was literally a gas station I, and they had like no, a truck. I know. These things come up for me. How did you know I that? think I've been to one. I have like no idea what it is. Of like different like rocks and crystals and stuff. I don't know why it was I'm there. I'm so cool. interested as to why a gas station would have that. It keeps the patrons busy, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 That's so and funny. I think going back to, I'm sure like how we talked about how you know, you pick up rocks when you're little, like at the ocean and whatever. Like, I'm sure kids see that and they're like, ooh. Right. Yeah. Like, like they, you were. <laughs> right. Yeah. I had a thought. They just had to go to Flying J. That's all. <laughs> yeah. The best place to get your crystals. Who <laughs> um, knew? I had a thought when we were talking about the lower chakra. And I almost brought this up earlier when you're saying like, what are you attracted to? Recently, I feel like I want... I don't know what it's called, but it's it's the green one. I just feel like I'm attracted to like the, the rich like, green, like a rich greeny colored like crystal. Like a or what? I don't... Eventually? I don't know. Malachi. I've just seen pictures of like green crystals oh. and I'm like, oh, I feel like I want one of those. But what are, what are the different types that are green? Well, you've got malachite, aventurine, you've got peridot, um, amazonite, see, jade. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so God, many. There's so yeah. many. I mean, there's green so, calcite. Yeah, green calcite's another cool one. I mean, and they all mean something different. Well, the thing is, they all feel different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They all feel different. You know, and I kind of like to, I get my head around it is that crystals are like people. You know, I kind of look at them like that. They might all come from the same family or the same race or the same kind of, but each one's unique. Yeah. They all have little feelings. They all, and, and I always like to look at a crystal because they kind of tell you what they do, such as full, like, like pyrite. It looks like gold. It's all about riches. It's all about, you know, luxury. It's all about standing up for your convictions, taking, you know, being ownership. in that ownership, yeah. solid space. And then you have malachite, which is 
this crystal that has all this movement and energy, and that's one for transformation. So you almost could look at a crystal and it'll tell you what it does. Like, like a rose quartz, it's all pink and mm-hmm. unconditional and lovey. You didn't have to know anything about crystals to know what that crystal's doing. Yeah, that's true. Look at it. We're making it really confusing. I feel, you know, like in general, this, well, the crystal, I mean, I feel like it doesn't have to be so complex because it's mother nature. Mother nature is like a warm hug. Like, yeah. hey, let's keep it simple. Let's just like, let's feel it. So biggest you know? advice to people as if they're listening to this podcast. Well, first of all, you guys have a book too called Crystal Muse, which they can like... <laughs> which is probably very helpful. <laughs> yeah. So like if you don't get enough information <laughs> here, get the book, um, which we can talk about here in a second. But also just go... Can they shop online too. Like they can shop online and look at crystals and see what is calling to them or they can go in and they don't need to go in with like, I need to start with this crystal and then I need to move up to that crystal. It's just pick one that feels good. Start with an open heart. And if you don't have that, then just go in and you'll get to that open heart space. But um, there's so many good... I mean, obviously at Energy Muse... We have our website and, but there's amazing crystal companies out there and there's amazing crystal places and there's amazing crystal places online. So there's so many places you could go nowadays, but just go to a reputable crystal place where you know that the crystals that um, they're getting are, you know, not um, the gas station. But you know, what we try to do at Energy Muse is just keep take the overwhelm out. So yeah. if you go to our website, there's actually a crystal test. So if you really can't do any of what we just said, you can take this test, you look at the crystals, see which ones you're attracted to, and then read what their energies are. And then that might help you along the journey mm-hmm. to get you started. Okay. It's one. Yeah. Liz, I feel like I want to go to a crystal shop together. I do too. <laughs> I also want to know... Come like, to Columbus. Do they ever get, you know, like if you wear a pair of shoes too often, they wear out? Like, do crystals ever expire? <laughs> we didn't even talk about charging under the moon or any of that. There's so much. I know. You know, I, don't know I don't know if they wear out. I feel like, if anything, maybe your journey with them wears out. Because mm. I've had crystals, I have necklaces that I've had and I've tried to put them on that I used to wear all the time. And now when I put them on, they feel heavy. You know what? It just is it you put something on, doesn't fit right. Mm-hmm. And it's not the crystal. It didn't wear out. It's just, I'm not this, I don't, it doesn't feel right for me anymore. Mm-hmm. It's almost like I've, I've had that journey with it, you know? I've heard that you can find crystals or lose crystals. Like you, a crystal will come to you and it's time for it to come to you. Or you might find that you've lost a crystal that you used to use all the time and it's, because it's time with you yeah. is done. Mm-hmm. I think that's just yeah. pretty interesting. It happens all the time. Yeah, it happens all the time. So yeah. talk to us a little bit more about the book. So what kind of resources will they find in Crystal Muse? So, so the great thing about the book is you don't have to read the whole thing all at once. You can read it from like one section. If you were looking into love, uh, maybe you wanted to have better sleep. You're looking for more abundance, money matters, you know, doing some transformational work. There's a section for all of those things. And then there are applications of how to use crystals, mm-hmm. again, as a tool to work in those areas. The, the difference with our book is, is that um, we wanted a lot of crystal books on the market are dictionary or reference styles. Like this is a crystal and this is what it, it does. And what we wanted to do was make a book 
about Crystal's, but also about my story and Timmy's story, because Timmy and I are very different and how she works with Crystal's and how I work with Crystal's are different. And we wanted it to inspire people to not, to have their own story mm-hmm. where you didn't look up a crystal and say, this is what it does for me. We wanted it to be like, here's, have your journey with it. This is how it happened. This is what happened when I worked with it. And this is what happened with Timmy worked with it. Now you guys go work with it. Here's some ideas, but they're all different. There's a lot of formulas in the book. There's a lot of secrets that, um, that are shared because a lot of the best ones are shared verbally. So the book has a lot of, I think, wisdom in it, but it's not so... It's not, it's not a crystal book about this is what this, this, and this does. It gives you an overall, but then it inspires you to go work with it. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a recipe when you're making something, yeah. you might tweak, you might add another herb here or a different meat there. You can do that. If it doesn't seem right with what we've guided to, for you in the ritual, change it up a little bit. Yeah. Go with your intuition. Mm-hmm. That's so good. That's everything that I preach too. Like even with eating, like in coaching, it's like don't just choose vegan because everybody else is doing vegan and that works for you. Or like, don't just choose paleo. It doesn't matter. It's like, try things on for size and then tweak it. Like, see what works for yeah. you. It, all the tools. And crystals is just another one. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So if our audience wants to catch up with you guys or get the book or buy crystals from your site, what should they do? Where should they go? Well, they can visit Energy Muse. There's lots of great information. Heather does amazing blogs and... If you're looking for an, a question, we probably have the answer on our website, to be honest with you, because it's a really good information piece. But then we've got all the tools that will help you with with what we're suggesting. Um, you can also visit us on Instagram and on Facebook. Yay. Thank you guys so much for coming on the show today. This has been so much fun. Thank you. You guys, you guys are, are awesome. Thank you. With you. All right. Thank you again to Timmy and Heather for coming on and talking to us all about crystals. I know that was something when we put out um, some feelers, like what you guys were interested in hearing about. Crystals came up a few times. Um, I think because it is like we talked about earlier in the intro and throughout the episode, it is something that's becoming more mainstream, which we love. Um, so I think people are really starting to get interested in it. People are trying to you know lose the labels around it. And I think that's super cool. This conversation really affirmed a lot of the questions I had about crystals and inspired me to go really go searching for a couple more that might be suitable for what I'm needing in my life right now. And I encourage you that if you're looking into getting into crystals, go visit their website, go check out their book or look up a local crystal shop. You can even go to a gas station, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) And get some fake gold. No matter what you guys choose to do, I hope that opening up the conversation to these topics and ideas becomes a little more mainstream. And feel free to share this episode with anybody that might be interested in getting into the crystals and a little bit of the the woo-woo side. Yeah. And as a reminder, again, follow us on Instagram at Finding Your Shine Podcast. Nina, I won't even pretend to take credit for it. Nina does a great job with the Instagram. Like she does with her personal one, which you can also follow at Nourished with Nina. And my personal one, if you want to follow at Liz Garster, my name is significantly less creative, but it is my name. (laughs) That's the trend going for your name. Just being cat, keeping it cash. Yeah. Yeah. So follow us over on Instagram, continue the conversation over there, and we will see you next week with a new episode. Bye. Bye.